I recently discovered I spend way more time distracted by social media and aimlessly scrolling through news articles than I thought I did. In our busy worlds, there are so many distractions that pull our focus, drain our batteries, and stop us from making progress towards our goals. In this episode, I'll explain why social media and email are so distracting and why our brains love these distractions. Plus, one strategy I'm using to curb my social media distraction habit using two jars and some paper clips. Okay, let's dive in. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, clinical psychologist and neuroscience nerd, and you're listening to The Bold Life Podcast, the podcast for ambitious overachievers and recovering perfectionists who feel stretched thin and overwhelmed trying to do it all. As a recovering perfectionist with big career goals, I know how frustrating it can feel to never have enough time in your day or to endlessly procrastinate because you lack the confidence to take action. I spent years understanding how our brains work and the mental habits that get in our way. Each week, I'll share actionable strategies and guest interviews to help you get relief from your to-do list, build your confidence, and reach your goals. If you want to learn how to thrive both at home and at work, you're in the right place. The day before I recorded this episode, Facebook and Instagram were down for most of the day. I'm sure it caused a giant panic at Facebook headquarters, but I'm personally glad this happened because it made me take a hard look at my own social media habits. I've talked on the podcast before about how our brains only have so many resources. Distractions and trying to multitask pull a ton of mental resources, and social media and email alerts are huge distractions. A while back, I adjusted my schedule and some of my work environment to reduce these interruptions. I did things like turned off my email and social media alerts so they weren't popping up all day distracting me. I scheduled specific times in my day to check emails so I'm not bouncing back and forth between emails and my task at hand, which allows me to stay focused and productive. And I even moved my social media apps to the last screen on my phone so I had to scroll to find them. And I thought this was all working great. I was getting out of the bad habit of feeling like I needed to immediately respond to emails which for me was driven by my inner perfectionist and my inner people pleaser who feels like I should immediately get back to people or I'm doing something wrong. And I didn't think I spent that much time on social media other than some dedicated time for answering messages from our community and creating helpful content on my pages. Boy, was I surprised when my go-tos of Facebook and Instagram were down for the day. It wasn't so much that I missed the apps. I checked them a few times and they were still down and I thought nothing of it. But what really snapped me to attention was how fast I got done my to-do list that day. I was done an hour earlier than I had planned, which is a big difference in my schedule. I'm pretty good at planning. I pre-plan my days the night before, set my priorities, and I'm generally good at estimating how long things will take me, especially the tasks that I do often. So I have my schedule really down to a science, or so I thought. You can imagine then how surprised I was when I looked at the clock when I went to shut down for the day and it wasn't even two o'clock yet. I got there at eight, planned to work until about three, which is my usual shutdown on a non-clinic day. And here I was, finished everything on my to-do list an hour early. Now, disclaimer here, I had done a lot to set my day up for productivity and focus. 
I pre-planned my schedule, like I said. I had the do not disturb sign on my door most of the day. So I wasn't being interrupted by colleagues. And these things really helped. But I know social media being unavailable was also a big factor. Distractions like just checking social media, then scrolling aimlessly for 20 minutes, reading the news or checking emails every few minutes are actually rewarding for your brain. Social media apps, news stories, and emails are designed to be really engaging. Writers, publishers, and app creators want to draw you in and have you stay there on their app or reading their articles. That's why news stories have really catchy headlines, right? Then the next article pops up right away, so you keep reading. And social media shows you a bunch of captivating images every second or so that really pull your focus. And these distractions are fun for your brain and can be a bit addicting in the sense that you keep going back for more. It often feels weird to be without these distractions, right? How uncomfortable did you feel the last time you went out and forgot your phone at home, or there was no reception, or your battery died? Don't worry, my friend. That's normal. Distractions like social media and email activate the reward neurotransmitters in your brain, like sending a happy jolt of positive reinforcement to your brain. You scroll social, it's fun and engaging, your brain likes that feeling, so it forms these mental habits to keep you spending time on social media. Because busy work and distractions are easier for your brain than getting back to that report that you need to write or returning that client call you're dreading, or whatever project you're procrastinating on. I recently finished reading the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. He argues that in order to change any habit, we need to make the current habit hard to do and the new habit easy to do. This makes sense because at its core, your brain wants to be comfortable and to take the easiest route possible. Right now, those distractions and busy work tasks like repeatedly checking emails or social media are easy, comfortable, and pretty fun for your brain. To stop getting distracted by these time vampires, you need to make the habit a bit harder to do and your new habit more rewarding. Let me share how I'm doing this to get out of my habit of just checking social media or reading the news or online gossip way more than I really need to be doing. I'm using a technique I read in Atomic Habits that involves paper clips and two jars. Here's how it works. I have two jars on my desk in front of me at work. One is full of paper clips. Every time I think about checking social media or browsing online and I don't, I stop myself. So that's the habit I'm trying to get rid of, interrupting what I'm doing to check social or read emails. I move a paper clip to the other jar. I also move a paperclip whenever I finish a task without checking social, the habit that I want to start, or when I check social and email only at my pre-scheduled times, because it's totally okay to have these busy work tasks. We just want them to be in our control and not distracting us from productive work. Setting up time to do these fun things is a great strategy. For instance, I like to scroll social at lunch. That's a great time for me. It's not distracting me from the task that I'm doing, and it gives me something to do over my lunch break. Here's why this paperclip strategy works. I get an immediate reward for not doing my old habit, for not interrupting my work to scroll through social media. And I get a reward for doing my new habit, getting to the end of my task before I take a break. That immediate reward and reinforcement of moving that paperclip is super important. Often when we set goals, we set the rewards too far out. 
We say something like, when I finish this project this month, I'll go for a spa day. And that's awesome. Those longer term goals are important too. But it's the day-to-day behavior we need to change first. Having a reward or a consequence that happens as soon as you do the good habit works fast to help your brain learn. It needs to be immediate to reinforce that new behavior. Also, this paperclip strategy is visual. It's something I can see and it's tangible that I can touch. I move the paperclip when I succeed and that's rewarding and reinforcing for my brain. And throughout the day, I can look at my jars and see how I'm doing, how many paperclips I've moved to my success jar. Another roadblock to goals can be setting goals or rewards that are hard for our brains to measure. Having something that you can see and feel to reinforce that habit is a great strategy. Other options for immediate rewards and consequences might be having a jar where you put a dollar every time you do the bad habit. Then you donate that money to charity or give it to your spouse to spend on whatever they want. Or the opposite, where you put a dollar in a jar whenever you do the new habit that you want to make, like saving for a trip. Don't just do this one in your head though. Make it real money you can touch. Go to the bank, get that money out, have it in a stack so you can move those dollars. It'll be more tangible and real and concrete for your brain if you're physically moving that money. So you're more likely to stick to that habit. Just doing it in our head is easy for our brains to discount, discredit, or put to the side. Remember, when you're trying to get rid of a bad habit or start a new habit, you want the reward to be immediate so your brain learns right away. And you want it to be something tangible and concrete that makes it easier for your brain to follow through. The goal is to make that old habit a bit harder, like deleting social media apps from your phone so you can't check them all the time, and to make the new habit easier, like having a reward jar for your efforts. This episode is brought to you by my free workbook, your daily productivity checklist. In this workbook, I'll show you how to use neuroscience-based strategies to set your workday up for success so you can get more done and get out of the habit of busy work and so you can feel less overwhelmed. You can get your free copy at drnicolebyers.com forward slash checklist. That's drnicolebyers.com forward slash checklist. I'll put the link in the show notes as well. Our world is full of distractions, and it's really easy for our brains to get pulled off track by things like social media and email alerts. The problem is these habits make our brains feel good, so they can be hard to change. Making the new habit you want to start rewarding for your brain and the old habit harder for your brain so it's less enticing is a great strategy for long-term success. That's a wrap for today. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, and you're listening to The Bold Life Podcast. Thank you.